Welcome to another episode of the Injury Report with Dr. Fisher. I'm your host, Ben Steele. With us, as always, is Dr. Fisher. Dr. Fisher, how are we doing this evening? I'm doing great, Ben. Awesome. Kind of want to, you know, get a get a preview of uh, what we're going to be talking about this week. So what, uh, what are some of the things you want to touch on? Well, I think we got some quarterbacks in, we got some quarterbacks out, and I think a lot of updates. We, we got a, uh, a big quarterback coming back, so, so kind of want to update everybody about that. Yeah, the uh, not not a lot of new injuries this week, which again isn't necessarily a bad thing, but definitely um, quite a few people, um, quite a few people coming back from injuries, um, or that maybe have reaggravated, or that we just haven't talked about in a while that are still injured, unfortunately, um, that we're going to jump into this week. So. Um, without further ado, let's uh, let's jump right into it. As always, we'll go into our our um, new injuries for uh, for the week. So uh, let's start off with the quarterback position. Matt Stafford. It comes out yesterday that he's not playing because he has broken bones in his back. This was a really weird story, and um, and there might be some repercussions on the team as far as keeping this quiet from the from the NFL. So, uh, what kind what what sense can you make of this one? Yeah, so I, I've done a lot of uh, reading on this, but apparently the injury comes from uh, the end of the Oakland game, so from Monday night. Uh, which obviously doesn't give them a lot of time to figure it all out, right? He, he gets back to Detroit, you know, um, early Tuesday morning. The team has off on Tuesday. He probably had images on Tuesday. Um, and, you know, probably just follow-up x-rays from what happened in the, you know, in the stadium. Uh, and I, I'm not sure where they're located. They haven't said where they're, so I can only speculate. Um, but I wonder if they're more in that lumbar region, the reason why I wonder that is because a lot of times it's if they're in the lumbar and there are little fractures in there, uh, they actually just treat it like a car accident uh, victim, and there's nothing that you can really do for it. Uh, they, you know, other than manage pain. Um, you know, as a head athletic trainer in professional sports, specifically uh, football, this had to be actually arena football, just so everybody knows. Uh, we actually had a guy uh, fracture uh, in the lumbar, and he played the next game with fractures in his lumbar uh, and things. And, you know, that's how we treat him. That's how the docs treat him. And we only had one game left in the season, and they were going to make playoffs. So uh, a little different scenario here because they're trying to make playoffs, and, you know, they have some more time left. So I, I, I wonder if he actually sits. Uh, for a game or two, uh, and then it, then it becomes then they get into a short week. So the question is, do we see him back before Thanksgiving? Yeah, absolutely. So you know, a couple things on this. I, God, just it it, it is an interesting um, series of events. But you know, you had mentioned treating it like a car crash injury, and there's just a bunch of little broken bones in there. Uh, you know, can he do any more damage by continuing to play? Well, you can always do more damage. Uh, you know, the, the thing is, though, and a lot of people don't realize this, the spinal cord actually stops uh, down around, like, L, between L2 and L3. So it, depending where he fractures, uh, you know, down there, it could have been L4, L5. Right now I'm speculating it's lumbar, but, um, you, you know, it, it could it could have been his thoracic vertebrae, and, and, and that's the other thing. He's battled back injuries before, and he claims this is not a re-aggravation from last year. It, he's, he's got a bunch of stuff going on, the history of it. 
So it is kind of interesting. Uh, stay tuned. I, you know, in a perfect world, I don't think he comes back till um, till after the Thanksgiving Day game. But he is a grinder and he has missed no games basically, you know, in his career for the most part. So um, you know, you know, it'll be interesting. He wants to come back and play, but I also think he wants to be safe. His wife was quoted as being relieved that his body can finally get a chance to heal. So kind of, kind of. Interesting. Uh, you know, stay tuned. Stay tuned. So there, there doesn't seem to be a necessary concern that, you know, that another injury would cause paralysis or, or anything of that magnitude then. I, I think it is. It has to be of slight concern if he didn't play. Um, and the, the, the likelihood is very little. So kind of uh, if that's if that's what it is, if it's in the low lumbar, then yeah, then then that's what it is. If it's if it's in the thoracic, maybe you run a little bit more of a risk here. But this isn't like the neck, so so it's a, it's a little different. It also depends on the stability of the fracture, so that may have also been called in because you you know he practiced on this all week and they kept getting you know recurrent images just to make sure there was no shifting uh and, and things during practice and i'd say there had to have been something there was a question of instability which is why he did not play got it all right well and hey uh interesting fact on matthew stafford his first name not actually matthew it's john uh, I found that out looking at the injury reports in the NFL. I was like, what are the chances the Lions would have two guys at quarterback position with the last name Stafford? Uh, apparently, same guy. Um, all right, we will we'll keep it going here. Uh, Jacoby Bursett, uh, we talked about he, he was a possible... Uh, um, Possible do not play. Uh, he had the uh, he had the knee slash ankle injury. He ended up being downgraded, I think, on Saturday to out, um, which is something that we called last Tuesday. So, uh, can you give us an update on, on what's going on with Brissett and the Colts? Yeah, I mean, we called it, uh, but I think they're going to try to rush him back. Um, and things. I think it was a smoke and mirrors thing. Remember, I, I said that there's probably also an ankle issue, and that's what was going to actually hold him out, not the knee. Um, if he, even if he does play, I think there's low production, and he's going to be playing Jacksonville. You know, and now Jacksonville, you know, it brings into the next update uh, that we have on Nick Foles, right? And Jacksonville's claiming they're going to get Nick Foles back, right? He was listed as limited all week. Um, and, like, what does that mean? If you really think about it, a quarterback's already limited at practice. He's not getting contact. Um, y- you know what I mean? Like, what was he doing? Was he just throwing routes? Was he just throwing? And we're talking about Brissett, right? Yeah, we're talking about Brissett. What, what was he doing? You know, was he, you know, and I think that's that's the question. You know, he, he wasn't in team. He wasn't in live periods. You, you know, he's basically in throwing routes and throwing seven on seven so uh, i i don't know i i think mobility is an issue i think even if he does play mobility will still be an issue um so that takes us actually you kind of you kind of mentioned on it um our next quarterback, uh, Nick Foles with Jacksonville. So he uh, he was out with a collarbone injury, but it looks like he will be coming back Jacksonville because they paid so much for him. It's pushing to, to have him play this week and put uh, Minshew Mania on hold, which is really disappointing from a fan perspective. But, um, you know, what can we expect with, with Foles coming back? Is he going to be a full go? Um, what are you thinking? 
Yeah, I mean, I think this fits the timeline, right? He's been out eight weeks, over eight weeks, you know. It's just that timeline. Uh, we'll keep you posted through, throughout the week, but apparently he is playing. They, they made that statement last week already. Um, and, again, it does fit the timeline. I'd like to see some film on him uh, before I say just go start him because you never know. He could be a little rusty that first game back. Game speed's a little different. But then the Colts haven't really game planned for him. So it's kind of like a, you know, throw, throw the dice here. Yeah. Um, all right. In the last the last quarterback, uh, we talked about about him a little bit last week uh, again, uh, but so, some new updates. So Cam Newton, it came out that he is uh, he's going to be going on the IR with that Liz Frank injury, which uh, by all uh, all of my records would put him out for the rest of the season if not close um is that is that what you're you're seeing dr fisher or can, can we expect something different yeah i mean this is what we said was going to happen right we said that if they put him on the ir it'd be the end of it because they'd know at that point that he didn't reach a injury plateau and he was going to come off that or that, that this was stagnant so uh i would not be surprised if he underwent surgery between now and the next week, or if he's already, it comes out later that he already underwent surgery to kind of shore these things up. So I wouldn't be surprised there. Uh, you know, and this is exactly why you push these type of injuries. And they did. Think about that. They pushed to have him play to win games one and two. And for what cost now? He will not play the rest of this season. So it's kind of interesting uh, and we see this a lot in the NFL, so so it is kind of interesting. But yeah, he's on the IR. He's he's out for the season, and hopefully you listened to us a couple weeks ago and you sent him, so you're not looking now. Yeah, so um, that, that's a great point. You know, you, you try to play through these injuries, but again, at at what cost? And you know, the Panthers have been fortunate that they had a good backup, but. Um, Still hard to replace the production of Cam Newton. Well, we'll uh, we'll keep going here. Uh, we're gonna move into the wide receiver group. So um, I hope I hope the people in Minnesota heard our rant last week. Um, but uh, let's get an update on Adam Thielen. Yeah, so Adam Thielen, right, re-injury the hamstrings, listed week to week. He did not uh, practice at all last week, and that was as expected. Uh, I expect him to be a limited participant this week. I don't expect him to play. Um, you know, I, I don't think that this week's out of the question if they're going to try to rush him back, but I hope that they learned uh, from the last uh, thing, let's not rush him back. Um, you know, and I would think that he still sits this week, and then we, you know, they ease him into uh, being a full participant next week, and I think that's that's the best course of action there. Got it. Um, all right. Uh, next one. Hoping to get an update on wide receiver Sterling Shepard with uh, with the Giants. He went out um, with a concussion. He hasn't played since October 6th, so over a month ago. But the reason I bring him up really is because now that there's a, there's a bunch of rumors around the NFL circles about him actually retiring just due to the number and magnitude of concussions he has, What um, w- what are your thoughts on this? 
Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, you know, I, I was checking up on this, but Dr. Oz wants to see his brain and wants to recommend retirement. So, so the old Wizard of Oz is, is calling for his retirement. But uh, the interesting thing to that, it too, is with, with Dr. Oz, I said, but, uh, you know, remember, this is also the guy who got sued for saying Garcinia and Gambogia was just going to melt away the pound. Uh, you know, so this is not uh, the wizard's uh, cup of tea here. Um, you know, he needs to stick to television. Uh, in my opinion, he does not play this week, uh, but he did go to Pittsburgh, right? Um, and, and what that means, just for our fans, that means he's going to UPMC. That means he, he's going to see, uh, you know, Mickey Collins and, and his guys. And what that means is, there's some questions here. There's some questions about his, his impact score, which is a whole neurocognitive exam that they all have to take, uh, you know, to, be, to play in, in professional sports. Every league uses impact. Um, you know, high schools, colleges use the same program. But basically, there, there's questions there. He's not getting better. They, these people are actually neuropsychologists. So an interesting uh, field. These are actually the people who should be seeing concussions, uh, not neurologists. So neuropsychologists, uh, and he's, he had neuropsyche valves uh, done while he was there, 100%. And they're weighing in on well, how severe were these concussions and what is the lasting result. And, and the thing is, uh, with some of these brain injuries, you don't know what the lasting result is till post-mortem and you examine their brain. So... Uh, Maybe he retires, maybe he doesn't, but he is. if he went to Pittsburgh, it's because he needed a sound answer, and they're going to give him one. So um, so that's that's kind of that. But I, I think the interesting part to this is, if we rewind back to when he got hurt, this was a misstep in the concussion protocols, right? So, so here we see this is the second guy that we've talked about today where there's a misstep in athlete safety and safeguards, and the athlete is the one who's paying for it. So kind of but paying for it in terms of their body, not paying for it financially, but eventually they will pay for it financially. So, you know, it's it's kind of an interesting uh, piece here. But, yeah, so that's what we have on Sterling Shepard. Don't expect him to play this week, right? Uh, if, if he winds up that something changes, he would start practicing. I don't see it. Got it. Um same position, uh, you know, same issues, concussions. Brandon Cooks was was out, um, did not play against the Steelers yesterday. Um, can we expect him back this week, or are we are we going to anticipate him being out another week? Yeah, that's a good question. He he was limited in practice on Friday. He claims that he wants to return. He did see a specialist uh, as well, uh, kind of about concussions. And things, and we'll know kind of based on his participation level in practice. Uh, I would like to see him um, play just because I would like to not see him play because of the multiple concussions. Just see, he had two back to back within that month time frame. Uh, I'd kind of like to see him sit another week and, and get below that threshold that I've talked about, uh, that threshold theory, but. Uh, in terms of that, it's the NFL and it's the concussions, right? So, you know, he might this week. They probably need him to play this week. I would not be surprised if he plays this week. I just personally would not play him. 
Got it. All right. Well, let's uh, let's jump to the running back position. Uh, Devontae Freeman for Atlanta um, having a decent game, but ends up going out with a with a foot injury. What happened there? Yeah. So they're saying that it was a foot injury. Then some people are saying that it's an ankle injury. Um, you know, he had an MR uh, scan. You know, today it's still still waiting uh, word for from that. Uh, DQ said that he is okay with him, with, with his backup, you know, so you're kind of like, well, maybe they're not looking, you know, to rush this right there. I mean, they, they had that big win down in, you know, uh, against New Orleans, right? But the, the thing is, they're, they're so far out of the playoffs. Like, it's, it's kind of a moot point here. You know, why are we going to hitch our horses to a wagon that could ruin – you know, and he could miss time next year, right? If this becomes a Liz Frank injury, or even if it is a low-grade Liz Frank, so, uh, so I think that's kind of the thing. I, I think it's worrisome that he had to have an MRI today to see, to see the extent. Um, you know, I would sideline him for now. Um, I expect him to be sidelined for now, just based on some of the things. If something changes, um, you know, we'll update you. But what I expect him to missing maybe more. All right. Um, let's, uh, let's get it. Let's get an update on Chase Edmonds. Um, last week you said to sit him, um, due to his hamstring, he ended up not playing yesterday. Um, so what can, what can we expect moving forward with Chase Edmonds running back for, uh, for Arizona? Yeah, he actually didn't practice, uh, at all last week. Uh, so we need to see him start practicing. I think that's the first thing I would like to hopefully see him limited this week. This will be two weeks that he didn't practice. Uh, and then hopefully he returns the following week, and I, I think that's kind of what we want to see, what I want to see, and what I wouldn't feel comfortable with, you know, in a fancy perspective is if he's limited participant on, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, and then he's a full full participant on Friday, and then he's playing this weekend. Well, I think that spells trouble. So, uh, so I'd look at him on, in a fancy perspective at least for another week. Hmm. All right. Um. Another another running back injury. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. James Conner um, had left the game in the fourth quarter with some shoulder injuries. Then he came back, but then he sat out. He sat out yesterday's game um, due to the shoulder. So uh, is this is this more worrisome than uh, than originally thought? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it's interesting. He did not practice toward the end of the week last week. So once they started. To- you know, things started to heat up, getting closer to the game. They started to phase him out. I think knowing that he wouldn't get, wasn't going to be 100%, so why game plan uh, that he was going to be 100%, so they kind of removed him. Um, I'd be interested to see how this week goes. Uh, I doubt he plays because it's a short week, and, and that's what I wrote earlier today. Now, the interesting part is they came out with their injury report, and they didn't practice today, but they, they have to list it as if they were to have practice today, and he was listed as a full practice participant, which is an estimation of what he would have been if they practiced. So we've seen this before where they list him as a full participant on Monday, they're playing the Thursday night game, and then come Tuesday, they're listed as limited, and then Wednesday they do not practice, and Thursday they have the game. So, uh, and then they're not playing. So as of right now, I just, even if he does play, let's, let's talk about that. So even if he does play, I don't think his production is going to be great. If you remember the last time he came back from an injury, his production was very low. 
So it was like he didn't play. I think he rushed for 40 yards. Like, you know, you're looking for James Conner to, to have, a, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 points for you. Four points isn't going to cut it. Yeah, no, four points from any position is not going to cut it. Um, all right, but yeah, this will. I think this James Conner one's going to be going to be a really interesting one as the uh, as the Steelers heat up to to certainly keep an eye on. Um, but we'll keep going here. Uh, let's move to the tight end position. Um, last Monday night, when uh, with all the Black Cat hysteria, one of the things we did miss was uh, Evan Ingram actually ended up having a a foot injury so uh evan ingram tight end for the new york giants um you know also occurs from a black cat uh you know what's this foot injury that that's going on here yeah again it's a, uh, i believe it's a midfoot sprain um he did not practice uh toward the end of last week he saw a specialist the same specialist cam newton actually saw um i'd be interested to see how this week goes like doubty plays uh, you know, because of it being, you know, uh, well, I just doubt he plays. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, specifically because he was seen in a boot. So he did not practice at all last week. Um, you know, was, did, and did not play, right, in a boot at the end of the week. Uh, same specialist as Cam, right, it's a midfoot sprain. I think it's doubtful uh, this week uh, unless we see him start practicing towards the end of the week, which I don't foresee happening. Yeah. Um, all right. So staying with the tight end position, another interesting one. So by the time that this uh, this podcast airs, we'll probably have a little bit better of an idea. Um, but George Kittle, which is the which is a huge tight end for the forty undefeated 49ers, um, had some had some knee injuries, uh, has a knee injury. Um may or may not play in the Monday night game. What can we expect for Monday night, but also uh, moving forward for the rest of the year? Yeah, so so George Kittle, right? So we're recording this uh, before the game, just so everybody knows. But I do not foresee him playing this week. Uh, it was a knee and an ankle injury, uh, you know, last Monday night. He's, he's on the short. Uh, or, or whenever it was, last Sunday, right, or, or whatever it was. Yeah, he won't tonight, right? He, he's not going to play tonight. The fact that he was listed as doubtful and people are questioning this, uh, I wish that's why I wish I was on ESPN. I'd be like, yeah, no, he's not playing. Um, you, you know, so, so, so that's the thing, right? Uh, and I actually have concerns for next week because it's both. It's both of them. So I think that's kind of the issue. Uh, He's not playing tonight. Uh, maybe in the course of our recording, somehow, uh, you know, one of these undisclosed sources has told somebody he's not playing. Uh, but yeah, he's he's not playing. Maybe we're the undisclosed source. We we've got bugs in our in our recording studio. Perhaps, perhaps. Um, sticking with him, different position. Uh, sticking with the 49ers, his teammate, uh, the the Lockhaven legend, um, uh, the. Uh, the the kicker that uh, that formerly was at Penn State, Robbie Gold, um, uh, he's out with or he's potentially out for this Monday night game with uh, with a right quad injury, which happens to be his kicking leg. Um, so what can we expect there? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if he's gonna play. I mean, uh, we we've seen where they play a kicker. 
um, you know, it, because their punter can kick off and maybe their punter kicks off or you see him do some sky kicks or something that's going to be a little easier on his leg. Uh, maybe he's just going to be in for extra points and maybe that's potentially all they need him for and that's it, right? And he's not really going to warm up. He's going to take a couple kicks and that, that that's all we're going to see. So, so if he does play, he's going to be limited on range. Um, I worry that during a kickoff he hurts himself uh, or re-aggravates this or makes it worse. Um, you know, that, that quad is, is pretty powerful, uh, and the leg is locked. So when they go to kick, the leg, which is far different than soccer, the leg is completely locked. It's uh, before impact's ever made with the ball. Um, you know, so that quad's been flexed for 45 degrees in the motion before, it's, but it, before it ever contacts the ball. So it's a little less significant than the hip flexor, but it's fine, but uh, still a lot of power is being generated through the, through the quad. And it depends what, what part of the quad, right? It depends what part of the quad. Is it, is it up towards where the hip flexor is? Is it in the mid-belly? Is it down low by the knee? Uh, for knee stabilization, it, it is worrisome, especially because it is this kicking leg. So uh, even if he does play, I'd say he's limited in his range. And that takes us into our next segment, the FII, Fisher Injury Index. Um, as always, uh, if Dr. Fisher gives an 80 or above, the player is most likely to play. 79 or below, uh, they are more, more likely not to play. So, Dr. Fisher, are you ready? I am ready. All right. Uh, let's go with Matt Stafford. I'm at 70%. I just don't think it's, it's good for him to play. All right, Jacoby Brissett. 79, which is my tipping point. I, I just feel like they're going to want him to play. Uh, I don't think that he should play. Um, I, I, I still think there's some issues there, so that's why I give the 79. All right, uh, Nick Foles. Nick Foles, 80%. There we go. Pretty confident. Uh, Adam Thielen. 75. He's going to be just shy. All right. Sterling Shepard. 70%. And, and for striker, 0%. There we go. As always, we've got to get the shout out to striker. And uh, let's roll in there some wild bill as well. Uh, let's go, Brandon Cooks. 80%. All right. How about uh, Devontae Freeman? I'm at 78. I think they're going to be just shy here. Uh, we still don't know what that MRR scan is going to say, so we won't know that till tomorrow. Uh, how about James Conner? 75. I think I think right now it's smoke and mirrors. I don't think he plays because it's a short week. Yeah. Um, how about Chase Edmonds? Chase Edmonds. Uh, this one's for Wild Bill. 75%. All right. Uh, Evan Ingram? 70%. Uh, even though he's going to play later tonight, let's talk about later tonight and next week, uh, George Kittle. 70%, but I'll, I'd give him a 0% for tonight. In terms of next week, I think it's going to be maybe just a hair above that, maybe 75%. He's got two things going on. It's going to take him another week, I think. All right. And then uh, same situation tonight and in the future, Robbie Gold. 
Right, gold well, M at 75%, right? I think if he plays, there's low production. Um, and then even moving forward. So if he, if he doesn't play tonight, moving forward, he's 80% next week. If he does play tonight, he's still at 75 next week. All right. Uh, that wraps up the FII. Let's jump right into the fan favorite. Start him, sit him, or send him. Um, are you ready, Dr. Fisher? I am. Fire him at me. All right, All right let's roll. Uh, Matt Stafford. Sit. Jacoby Brissett. Sit. Ooh. Uh, Nick Foles. If you're in a deep league, I think you start him if that's your option. I wouldn't start him because I just don't know what he's going to do in his first game back. So I'm leery on that. I'm more of a, a guy of I, I, I want to know. Or have a good idea of what's going to happen, and, and here I don't. So unless I don't, if I see film on him, I might change him during the week on Twitter. As of right now, uh, start in a deep league if you have to. Otherwise, maybe play it cautious just to see what he does. All right, Adam Thielen. Sit. Sterling Shepard. If you're in a deep league, I think you sit him just one more week to see how this plays out. If you're in a shallow league, I think you send him. Ooh, the inevitable send. Um, let's go with Brandon Cooks. If he plays, I think you have to play him. I think, you know, he's going to put up, you know, 10, 10 to 15 points for you most likely. So I think if he plays, you got to play him. All right, Devontae Freeman. Sit. James Conner. It, right I think we've seen this before I mentioned it earlier when he comes back from injury that first game back he does not put up a lot of points uh, Chase Evans Sid I don't think they're going to play him I don't think he's going to be ready uh, how about Evan Ingram Sit. same thing it's his foot I think I think he went to see that doc that Cam saw so yeah I think it's pretty severe hmm all right, you know there's other options than sit. Um, George Kittle? Not this week. <laughs> George Kittle, <laughs> sit. Uh, Robbie Gold? I sit him, right? He, he his, his big game is between 30 and 50 yards, and I, I think 35 yards, 30 to, 35 to 40 yards is his stretch right now. He's not going to get you the big points. All right. Well, that wraps up. Uh, that wraps up. Uh, start him, sit him, or send him. Or apparently, as Doctor Fisher liked to play this week, sit him. Uh, so that just jumps into our last segment here. So, Doctor Fisher, I'll let you have some words then. But do want to highlight some of the things that you uh, that you got knocked out of the park last week. So. Uh, you had uh, you had a great call on Jacoby Brissett. You said to sit him on Tuesday. Um, he was ruled out on I think it was Saturday uh, that he was downgraded from um, po- probable to to out. Um, so that was a good one. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. You said to start him. He went off uh, 36 for 54, 46 uh, yardage and three touchdowns. Um, still just couldn't get the W. So uh, Casey needs to get some other 
pieces around him. Deshaun Jackson, when we had recorded this, you said send him, and right after that, um, he was. Uh, it was announced that he was having surgery and be out for the rest of the season. And then Chase Edmonds, you said to sit, and he ended up being ruled out. So again, um, you're showing the fans and you're showing the listeners that um, you're able to call this stuff uh, days in advance just simply because of, uh, of your knowledge, experience, and, and background. Yeah, thanks, Ben. Uh, yeah, it, it's true. Definitely, definitely listen in. The, the other thing I, I do want to highlight is we did touch on Tua last week, and the crazy part is I don't know how you throw for 418 yards and four touchdowns and still lose the game. But uh, but man, LSU might be for real. So uh, kind of kind of crazy there. But uh, hopefully use that as a prop bet. So that Tua would be good. <laughs> he didn't take Alabama. So uh, but yeah, just everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. And, and hopefully we're helping you out in fantasy and anything else you use our podcast for. Yeah, absolutely. So that that uh, that wraps up another episode of the uh, the injury report. Uh, but as always, you can uh, you can follow us on uh, on Spotify, Apple uh, Apple or Google um, podcasts. That you can uh, always be notified when a new episode of uh, the injury report comes out. Also, follow us on Twitter at Fishnet Group. That at his at Fishnet Group, and uh, that's spelled just the way we say it. So uh, if you you want uh, more updates on a day-to-day basis leading up to when your fantasy roster needs to be set, or when uh, when you are trying to trying to place any other uh, deci- make any other decisions uh, that you need our insights on, um, you can do so if you're following the Twitter page. Uh, so uh, thank you for that, and uh, thank you, Dr. Fisher. Uh, we always appreciate the insight, and we look forward to next week. Sounds good. Look forward to next week.